You are listening to the Entrepreneurial Sales Mastery Podcast, Episode 3. Today, we're going to talk about becoming a sales Jedi and getting into the minds of your prospects in order to meet their needs better. Let's go! Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Sales Mastery Podcast with your host, Jeff Charles. This is the podcast where anyone can learn how to sell. Whether you're a seasoned business owner or a brand new entrepreneur, the Entrepreneurial Sales Mastery Podcast will teach you how to grow your business by selling the right way. Are you ready to start closing more deals? Let's get started. All right, all right, all right, everybody. Jeff Charles here. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Sales Mastery Podcast. This is the podcast that is designed for entrepreneurs who want to become better salespeople. If this is your first time listening, then I thank you so much for coming. You'll discover in this podcast that I believe entrepreneurship is incredibly important, and I believe anybody who is starting a business deserves a fair chance to grow their business. So the lessons taught in this podcast will make it easier for you to close more deals and move more people to action. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite RSS feed. You can also follow me on Twitter, at ArtisanL, and you can also get with me on LinkedIn. All of the links will be in the show notes. Now, before I get started with this episode, I do want to talk about goals one more time. Now, you're an entrepreneur if you're listening to this podcast, and you already know how important it is to achieve your goals. One of the main things that successful entrepreneurs have in common is that they know how to set and achieve their goals. So I want to bring up a tool created by John Lee Dumas, who is the host of the Entrepreneur on Fire podcast. Now, this is the Freedom Journal, and he designed this Freedom Journal to make it easier for people to accomplish their most important goals. It's a journal that helps you create SMART goals that will allow you to achieve your objectives, your most important objectives, within 100 days. So if you're serious about moving your business forward by learning how to set the right goals, then join 3,000 other people and support the Kickstarter campaign. You can find that at thefreedomjournal.com. Again, that's thefreedomjournal.com. The link will be in the show notes. All right, let's get started. So today we're going to talk about the second part of the sales process. And I would argue that this is the most important part of the sales process. It's the needs discovery. It's where you're going to find out what your prospects really need. Now, one caveat that I'm going to give you before we go over this is that it is immensely, incredibly, deadly important that you do not rush through this part. You want to take your time because you want to get to know your prospects as well as you can. And if you don't handle this part right, it's, it's going to be so much harder for you when it's time to actually present your solution. How can you successfully pitch your offering if you're not quite sure why your prospect needs it? Here's what you're doing. You're, you're basically shooting in the dark while trying to find the needle in the haystack with one arm tied behind your back blindfolded. I'm being a little bit dramatic, but it is so true. You have to do this the right way. And it's easy to skip over this because we get impatient. I, I, I'm totally there with you. I totally understand this. I have made this mistake in the past, but never again. Because I've recognized that I need to understand who I'm talking to. Each prospect is different. And each prospect 
is going to need your offering, even if, even if it's for slightly different reasons. You don't want to miss this. The second caveat I'm going to give you is do not start pitching at this part of the process. I'm going to say it again. Do not start pitching your offering at this section of your sales process. If I catch you doing this, I'm going to know. I'm going to know if you do this and I'm going to come after you. Not really, but I mean, seriously, you're going to be tempted to do it. Don't give into that temptation. You are going to have plenty of time to wow your prospects with how awesome your offering is later. I, I promise you this. You're going to have time and you're going to be glad that you did this because now you are really going to be able to wow your prospect. So without further ado, we're going to talk about discovering your prospect's needs. Now, the idea here is to get your prospect to talk as much as you possibly can. You want to understand what they're saying as much as you possibly can. So you're going to be doing a lot of listening. And the only time you should talk during this process is if you're trying to clarify something that they said, something that you want to understand better. So the idea here is that you're going to ask great questions, questions that are designed to get as much information as possible. By the way, this has two benefits. Yes, you learn more about your customer and, and about your prospects and what they need, but this also allows you to build more rapport. The more comfortable your prospect gets with talking to you, the more they're going to trust you, the more they're going to know, like, and trust you. Why? Because you're not just interested in what's in their wallet. You want to know exactly who they are. You're concerned about them. You're, you are genuinely interested in them. And when you ask good questions and take your time, it sends that message. And prospects love this. There, there's nothing worse, guys. And I'm sure you, you've even experienced this. There's nothing worse than getting into a conversation with a salesperson who has no idea what you want and what you need. And they're, they're just pushing their offering on you. And they have shown no concern for your situation and what you want. Don't be that guy or gal. So the first, there, there's several different types of questions you're going to ask in order to understand your prospects. The first part of this process is going to be to qualify them. You're going to ask questions that are designed to qualify your prospect. Now, you need to do this first, because if you don't, you run the risk of uh, wasting more time with a prospect that isn't a right fit for your company. When you qualify your prospects, it's a, it's a great way to make sure that you're not wasting their time or your time when they don't really need what you have to offer. And you always want to make sure that you're making the best use of your time. This is actually one of the uh, dumbest mistakes I made when I first started out. I, I, I knew what my sales process was. I'd do the introduction and I'd start asking questions, but I wouldn't really bother to find out if they actually needed what I had to sell. So I would go through the whole sales process up to presenting the solution and just to find out that I had wasted my time trying to sell a prospect who was either unable or unwilling to buy from me. And I always felt like an idiot after I did it, but I learned. So this is going to change depending on the type of business you run. I mean, and there's going to be a few things that you want to find out. One thing that you want to find out is, do they really need what you're offering? I mean, do they already have a solution in place? You know, the pain points that you want to address, is it really painful for them? Do they really care that they don't have your offering? Is it really affecting their day to day? Along with that, you want to find out if they can afford what you're offering. Are they able to buy what you have to offer? It doesn't matter how much they, it doesn't matter how great they think you are if they can't afford what you're selling. Also, you want to find out if the person that you're talking to is actually the one who makes the buying decisions. That's a mistake that a lot of people make. They'll start trying to sell somebody who can't buy it from them anyway because they don't have the authority. 
Now, obviously, you're not going to be able to ask most of these questions in a straightforward manner. Like, obviously, you're not going to say, well, how much money do you have? Are you able to afford what I'm offering? Might turn them off a little bit. So, but there are other ways to find out if they're able to purchase what you have. Like, you may ask them what kind of budget they're working with, with what they're trying to buy. And you, this may require you to get a little bit clever with the questions that you ask, but you do want to make sure that you do this first. It's not as hard as it sounds. I mean, you already have an idea, or you should, you should already have an idea of who your ideal customer is and what they look like, what they sound like, what, what are the kinds of things that they're going to say, what are, what are they going to tell you. So the key point here is not to become obsessed with this. You don't want to stress on this too much. You just want to make sure that you do it first. The next type of questions that you want to ask after you qualify them and they look like they might be a good fit, you, you want to find out how things are for them right now. What is, their curtain, what is their current situation like? What bugs them about the way things are right now? What do they like about the way things are now? How do they feel about their current situation? Do they feel great about it? Do they hate it? Or does it change from day to day? Like here, here's an example. Let, let's say you sell laptops. If you're talking to a prospect, you want to find out what, what kind of laptop are you using right now? Do you like it? If so, why? What, what do you like about it? What do you hate about it? Are you looking for something that's basically the same or are you looking for an upgrade or are you looking for a downgrade? Maybe you don't need all those features. What bothers them about their computer? Does their laptop really make things easier for them to do the type of work that they do? If so, why? How does it make it easier? I, I just asked probably about five to ten questions right there just on that subject. You want to do the same thing too. You want to have a full understanding of what their current state is and how they feel about it. Make sense? All right. So the next type of question that you're going to ask, you're going to ask about their, their desired outcome. You talked about their current state. Great. Now, where do they want to be? What do they wish was different? What problems are they having? What's keeping them up at night? What, what frustrates them? You want to find out what they want to achieve, what their goals are. And in order to do this, you're going to have to ask them about it. You're going to have to ask them, well, what is it that you're really looking for? You know, you mentioned this problem here. Well, how, how would you want it to be different? What would things look like if you weren't dealing with that? Using our computer example, okay, you, you have a laptop now, but you're in the market for a new one. So what are the benefits that they want to be able to enjoy? Is there anything that their current laptop doesn't do that they wish it did? What do they want to be able to get out of the new laptop that they're thinking that they're buying? In the end, you want to know your prospect's ultimate vision. What is their ultimate goal? What do they want things to look like? And again, you kind of want to focus more on benefits here. And it may be a little bit more difficult because you're not doing the talking, but you can ask questions that are designed to find out the ultimate benefit that they want, where they want to be. So you don't want them to talk a whole lot about features. And there's questions you can ask that can get them to open up more and talk more about where they what they really want to do. But that's what you want to find out. What is their overall objective? After you find out how things are right now, and after you find out how your prospect wants them to be, now you're going to get to the fun part. You're going to talk about what's ticking them off. They know where they want to be. They know where they are right now, and they don't like it. And this is what's keeping them from getting there. You want to find out about their obstacles. What is it that is making this problem unbearable? What is causing this problem in the first place? How do they feel about it? How do they feel about the obstacles that are preventing them from getting what they want? This is the sweet spot here. 
because this is where you're going to find out exactly how you can get them from A to B. So find out what's keeping them from realizing their objectives. Find out what their pain points are. Find out what they've already tried to do in order to overcome that obstacle. At the end of the day, you want to know exactly why they're not getting what they want. That is the key component. There. I'm going to say that again. At the end of the day, you want to find out why your prospect is not getting what they want because that's where you're going to come in. That's where you're going to put on the cape and tights and fly in like a superhero and change things for the better. Does that make sense? So just to recap, the idea here is to understand your prospects as much as possible. So because of that, you don't want to rush through this part of the process. You want to understand exactly what your prospect needs. So first, you're going to ask qualifying questions. You're going to find out if they're even a good fit for your offering. And you're going to do this first because if you don't, you might end up wasting time, yours and theirs. You also want to find out what their current state is like. Then you want to find out where your prospect wants to be. After that, you're going to find out what's keeping them from getting there. What's keeping your customer from getting what they want. Now, another thing that I'm going to cover here, you know, how, how do you get this information? What is the best way to find out about, about all of these categories, about what things are like right now and, and where they want to go and what's giving them a hard time? You want to talk about, we're going to talk about two different types of questions. There's open-ended questions and there's closed-ended questions. Now, both of these types of questions are, are valid and they can be useful in certain situations. But when you're trying to, to persuade somebody, it's better to rely primarily on open-ended questions. That doesn't mean that you don't ask any closed-ended questions because those do have some use here. But you want to go with the open-ended questions more often than closed-ended questions. Now, what's the difference? So a closed-ended question is a question that could be answered with one word, usually yes or no. And in some cases, there might be other one-word answers they can give. Those are closed-ended questions. An open-ended question is a question that invites more information. It can't just be answered by a yes or a no. So let, let, let me use an example. Let's say, you're, let's say you're a marketing agency that works with real estate agents, and you're speaking with a prospect who wants to generate more leads on her website. And she wants to create content and, and do social media in an effort to, in the end, get more customers. In this instance, maybe she's writing her, her blog post herself. Maybe she hired the kid next door to write them for her. A close-ended question would be, do you like the content on your website right now? Well, yes, I do like the content on my website. If she answers that way, then you might be dead in the water. If she answers no, that tells you something, but it doesn't tell you much. If you made that question open-ended, you would ask something like, how do you feel about your web content right now? What, what do you think of it? What do you like about the content that you have on your website right now? What don't you like? You see the difference? You can't really answer those questions with a yes or no. You, your prospect will have to give you more information. This will get them talking more. And this is why open-ended questions are so important because they get the customer to talk more. You get more information you build more rapport because they're now becoming more comfortable with speaking to you. And the awesome thing about this is that this isn't just something you can use when you're trying to persuade somebody. If you ever read um, uh, Dale Carnegie's um, How to Win Friends and Influence People, one of the things that he talks about in that book is making others feel important, gaining influence by making others feel important. 
which means you don't focus on yourself. It means you try to get them to do as much of the talking as possible. So even if you're not trying to sell somebody, maybe you're just trying to win people over. Maybe you're trying to network. Maybe you're trying to, to establish better relationships with other entrepreneurs or, or vendors or even investors. Open-ended questions are the way to get there. And when you focus more on the open-ended questions, your prospects see that you are genuinely interested in what they have to say. It requires you to listen more, but that's what you need to do anyway to find out what you want to know. So that is one of the main things that you should take from this episode. Focus more on open-ended questions than on closed-ended questions. And maybe in another episode, I might talk about situations where closed-ended questions are more appropriate. But for the purposes of this series on the sales process, you want to open up your questions as much as you possibly can. I have developed a tool for this that will make it easier for you to create the questions that you want to ask your prospects. You, you do want to map this out beforehand, guys. Uh, you, you don't want to fly blind with this. You want to write down a list of questions that you know you're going to ask your prospect. It doesn't mean you'll ask every single one, but at least you'll come into that more prepared. You may end up asking more, but you do want to prepare this. This isn't something you just want to do off the cuff or just have something in your mind. You want to have a, a, a solid idea of what you need to know about your prospects. So I, de I developed a worksheet. It's on my website, www.artisanalmedia.com slash sales process. And you can download that worksheet and that will kind of help get you started as far as developing your list of questions. And as always, if you need a little bit more insight, if you need a little bit of advice, you can always reach out to me, guys. I really want you to reach out to me, even if it's just to give me feedback or suggestions. If you have questions, send me an email at jcharles at artisanalmedia.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at artisanal or on LinkedIn. You can also go to the website at www.artisanalmedia.com slash contact, put in your information. I'll get back with you within 24 hours. But if you need more specific help to your type of business, I'm here for you guys. I, I understand how hard it can be, and I know how to help you. So with that, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Have a great day and keep moving forward.